This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into the Odds Couple, everybody, and Merry Christmas. We are presented by PropSwap. It is Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. We're with you on this Christmas Eve night, and we're happy to be here with you talking sports and sports gambling as we always do each and every week. And we roll into week 16 in the NFL with the Bears still alive, although they're going to need some help to make the postseason. First and foremost, Mike, Merry Christmas to you and your family. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, buddy. Merry Christmas to you and your family. I, I hear you're digging into the fudge pot candies. Oh. I hear Giovanni, you know, I mean, tell him, watch it. You, you don't want to put another notch in that belt when, you, when you're younger and stuff like that. But Merry Christmas. you got a dog now, Vigo. God bless you. You're going to fall in love with that dog. Believe me when I tell you this. So what a Christmas you're going to have, my friend. I know. Yeah, I mean, the kids are ecstatic. They've got the dog. Uh, Santa's coming. Uh, are they know, walking the, it in the cold or is it the parents? They, they haven't it? been walking it yet. We want to try not. to. You know, of course not. Exactly. They, they said they do all the work, but no. we know that's not true. My wife right. and I have been uh, working. That's what I told my teacher my second year in high school. Yeah, I'll right. do all the work. I'll, then I'll she just... didn't see me for three months. I think I did that too one year. Of like course. Year high school. But hey, Thank Merry you. Christmas to everybody, man. Hey, Merry Christmas. And uh, what a nice gesture from Mike and BB and the, 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 the package of fudge and goodies from the fudge pot. That was phenomenal. I Did told... Yurko get his? He did. He said he ate half the box on like Wednesday or uh, Tuesday night, I think, when he got it. He couldn't believe it. Well, he you know, we were worried. Just one, and he ate half the box. Because the fudge pot it, with the best candy in Chicago, Jack oh. Nicholson, Barbara Streisand, Oprah. Uh, by the way, I designed a couple of the candies in that place. One of them is called the North Pole. Uh, it's it's a long pretzel with the caramel and with the white chocolate around it. You can get it with nuts or without nuts. Uh, it, they sell it over there. They've been selling it for years, and and uh, people have been flocking there. So hey, give him a hand. Or he's a small independent guy, but man, uh, he was worried about. I was worried about Yurko because I said, well, he lives in another state, so the mail might be a little slower. <laughs> and then I was worried. I didn't know if he lived in the woods. Right. You know, because yeah. I picture Yurko coming out of a wooded area ready to go. You know, in a I'm cabin saying? in Northwest Indiana. Oh, no question with the with the smoke coming out and the fireplace ain't even lit. The smoke right. comes out just automatically. It absolutely does. That's right. It's like a Rockwell painting. I put the box of of, of, of goodies, uh, the the fudge and the toffees in there. I mean, oh. everything, the pretzels. And I said, uh, and my my parents are going to come over for a little bit tomorrow and Good. open presents with the kids, and we're going to have some dinner. I said I'll put it out for dessert. And yesterday. All of a sudden, I see my son come walking through the kitchen. He's got. I said, where'd you get that? I look like a piece of toffee. I said, where'd you get that? And he said, the box over there. I said, that's for Friday. Put it. No, don't you go can't in there. be doing He's that. He's digging in there already. Did I? I, I bought my. I, I bought my dad a six pack once. I never said this is for Friday. He, you know, he dug into it. That was it. I mean, the I ball game's it. over. Once you lay it out, that's it. All I, all I saw was the can opener and the top fly off. That's that was it. it. That's the end of it. So that's great. it. So Merry Christmas, everybody. We do have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, the Bears have a, a regular week here, Mike. You know, they're treating this as a regular week, even with the holidays, obviously. They feel like they're back in this thing. Mathematically, they certainly are. They're going to need help from the Arizona Cardinals. 
or maybe I should say the opposition in the last two weeks uh, that are playing the Arizona Cardinals. Look, the Bears are going to get to 8-7. and seven. I have no doubts about it. I know mm-hmm. crazy things happen in this league. We saw the Jets as the biggest underdog in 25 years go on the road as a 17-17.5 point underdog and win a game outright. But I've got no doubt the Bears uh, have a little mojo going right now, and I think they're going to smoke the Jags, who have raised the white flag, and they know they are in the driver's seat for Trevor Lawrence now. I think the Bears are getting 8-7, and seven, and it's going to come down to a big Week 17 against Green Bay. Well, there's no question about that. And, and you know what? I'm with you, although I'm concerned. I mean, I was the only guy uh, in America that had the Bengals. Uh, uh, and and the Bengals beat Big Ben. Nice call, okay? by the way. And, and, thanks, buddy. You could have had the people that took the Bengals in a storage room closet. There have been enough room for a wet bar. You know what I mean? There was nobody that really took I took them. I stepped out, and I couldn't believe the beating they took. So I don't want to hear from people that it's an easy game, okay? I've already stated Tom Brady was 35-3 and against the Buffalo Bills. Mm. The greatest of all time had nothing but easy games for 19 years. There's no such thing as an easy game. You will go out there. you got to perform. And I'm I'm fearful of every game the Bears are playing, uh, not only because of, of, of Mitch may have a stinker because he's been on the roll for four weeks, but I'm talking about the defense, too. They've had yeah. a couple good weeks, too. So, you know, and when is Santos, the magnificent, the MVP of the team, going to miss a kick? You oh, know? my gosh. Yeah. They finally got the kicking problem situated wow. through all this, you know? I mean, you don't even worry about it much anymore, do you? No. I mean, we've come a long way since people were falling on their rear ends on the ice kicking that contest for Goose Island. Believe me when I tell you this. Great call. No kidding. (laughs) So the Bears... uh... The Bears, for one of the few times this year, the Bears are a favorite, obviously, oh, going God. on the road. They're, they're laying north of a touchdown, though. I don't know if they're ready to do that. I, listen, I, I do feel good about this week. I think they're going to win. It's not a game that I want to play one way I or the other. I got to split down the middle, Carm. Do you really? Well, not, I think they're going to win, but I can't take the points. But I can't take the points. Yeah, I can't I give can, the I points. I can't take them. They might win by five. They might win by six. Like I said, there's two, three upsets every week, and big-time guys went down this past weekend. So don't give me the crap that Mitch Trubisky or the Bears can't lose this game. All it takes is a kickoff return right off the bat to put him behind 7 to nothing, and the whole game changes. Yeah, it's interesting because that's, that's a good point. Like The Bears now seem to be doing better when they can be able to get out and play with the lead a little. They're finally running the ball yep. and sort of committed to oh, that. Oh, and... I, was, I was wrong about Montgomery. I'm not going to give the excuses that people give about Trubisky or anything else. Should people should get off their soapbox, admit they were wrong about Trubisky? Because now the Bears, I saw a tweet today saying he's changed the identity of our offense since he came back. They're already making the pitch for next year. They're already trying to soften the blow, uh, and hopefully he doesn't leave. But I mean, come on, this could happen. You could lose a game at any time in this league. I've seen it since. I mean, Joe Namath beat the Baltimore Colts. In the Super Bowl, and they were 18-point dogs, folks. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. In fairness to Mitch, you do wonder why this coaching staff didn't do more of this earlier because the offense, uh, while it might be a little bit simplified, it might, it, it's maybe that, I don't know, Mike, I mean, but they should have done this a long time ago to take advantage of what his strengths are. You kind of know what he is. And for what the positive things that he does do, they should have been trying to uh, sort of, you I don't know, know magnify those more. You know who I heard's looking at him? Who? Washington. Rivera want him? Well, because of the issues that they have with the bust uh, 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 that I call Dwayne Haskins. I mean, you took a chance last week taking that guy, and some people were telling me, oh, not all Ohio State quarterbacks are bad that go into pros. Look at Dwayne Haskins. I felt like telling them what I already knew, but I wanted you to cover. But I, 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 I almost guaranteed I wanted to take the money line in that game against them. Wow. He's, he, he was the captain of that team 
Are you know, kidding he's, me? He's not very good. And, not, they didn't and he's look a horrible the, leader. Look what he, he did. And he is. Look what he did afterwards. You're, you're right. not wrong about that. Um, I'm not a fan at all. And, and I, I would did... ask everybody this. Would you want Dwayne Askins over Mitch Trubisky? You would never want no. the Bears to make that trade. No. So it's time for everybody. I did it with McGown. It's time for <clears throat> all my friends in the media. To just fess up, and then we go into next year ready to go. Because I think if they keep Mitch Trubisky with the way this team's gelling now, and if they should make the playoffs this year, we're going to go on a nice run for the next couple yeah. of years. Yeah, by the way, and I, you're right, I would take Trubisky over Haskins. By the way, Mike and I had a, a good week last week. I mean, oh. my, my, Mike's been, the last five, six weeks have been, Five like, weeks, I, everybody winning knows weeks it. in a row. It's been unbelievable. I mean, it's and just. And you went a, two and one. Yeah, and, and I went Haskins two and one. Covered. We, yeah, I, I, I had two. I won two and one. So we had a winning week last week again. Mike's been unbelievable the last two six one weeks. and one. That damn New Orleans. You know, Breeze got off to a slow start. I was fearful, yeah. and then he he battled back. But boy, it took him about. Uh, it took him a good uh, half to get to get it. I think you're right, and I think he's still hurt. I mean, the cracked ribs. That's a tough injury. He's tough right now. Let's go to that game. That's the first game of the week. That game is tomorrow afternoon, Christmas afternoon football for everybody, and it's a pretty significant one. The Vikings and the Saints, and the Vikings coming off the loss of the Bears. You kind of feel like the Vikings might be running out of gas here, Mike. At least yeah. I do. The Saints are laying seven, maybe too big of a number for me to really like to take one side or the other here. Uh, and Mike Zimmer normally has been so solid uh, as a cover, as an underdog, but it just hasn't really materialized much this year. The Vikings are just 6-8 and eight against the spread this season. It kind of feels like, especially after getting beat at home by the Bears last week, that they're just sort of running out of gas to the finish here. Yeah, I have a slight uh, nothing on this game, to be <laughs> honest with you. Minnesota getting seven points in this game, but here's what I'm going to tell everybody. They're capable of beating New Orleans which will then put the Mitch played an easy team thing away because they can put up points. Dalvin Cook can put mm-hmm. up points against New Orleans. Uh, you know, Cousins is is hurting. He had a better fourth quarter than Mitch Trubisky did last week, uh, and he's hurting because the team ain't doing well. Defensively, they got to put it together, but I, this is a stay-away game. The Saturday games last week I thought were sort of unpredictable, and I was right mm-hmm. about the fact that the college games last week were better than the pro games. Yeah, boy, how about that Bama-Florida game? That was a treat at night, absolutely. So uh, New Orleans, the one trend I'll give everybody for the uh, the uh, Christmas game, if you want to bet it, uh, and I think Mike makes some good points here. I mean, the Vikings easily could keep this one close. Sure. Uh, and it's a big number here where the Saints it's are going to It's not like they touchdown. can't keep up with New Orleans no, on offense. Agreed. It's about the defense. Agreed. Yeah, that's the problem. You're right. Uh, right. New Orleans is 9-2 and two against the number, and it's last 11 against teams with a losing record. So they've been good in this spot, but uh, maybe just sit back and enjoy yep. that game for what it's worth tomorrow. There are three Saturday games. Mike and I are going to talk about those. And the rest of the board, plus the national championship playoff picture in college football, Snore. we'll take a look at those a little bit. And uh, so we got a lot to do. Don't go anywhere. Holiday edition as we roll along. When we come back, of course, we're going to talk to Luke Pergandy. Luke, Trevor Lawrence, why did you do what you did, Luke? (laughs) That's our guy. (laughs) Carmen wants his ticket back. That's our guy from uh, Prop Swap. We will talk to Luke when we return. Don't go anywhere, folks. Merry Christmas. We're rolling along on the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple on this Thursday night, Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you're doing well. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco, and we are presented, as always, 
by the great folks at PropSwap. And one of their founders is Luke Pergandy, and he joins oh, us now. Trevor Lawrence is coming. He's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we go up to tickets? Luke, what's up, buddy? How what's are up, you? Luke? What's up, guys? Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you two and everybody at PropSwap, and we appreciate the uh, the part, uh, partnership and relationship that yeah. we've built with you guys. PropSwap is the best. I buy and sell tickets there. Last week we talked about you know, that Clemson ticket that is still alive, the, the third oh. leg. Uh, of that parlay, the guy sold it for nine k. There's been, uh, I mean, you guys got blown out of the water today with a huge ticket that was sold, the biggest of the year on Prop Swap, right on the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, biggest buy in over two years since wow. that uh, that huge Saints ticket that uh, that cousin Sal and Clay Travis bought, you know, two years ago. Um, this this ticket sold for fifty seven thousand oh, wow. dollars. Um, it is the best price in the world on the Chiefs. So the buyer who paid fifty seven G's gets two to one odds hmm. and they're, you know, the chiefs are like plus plus one seventy at DraftKings right now to win the super bowl. Um, so the original ticket was 400 bucks. He bet on the Braves to win the uh, NL East, um, the uh, lightning to win the Stanley cup, the Seattle storm WNBA bet first WNBA bet I've ever seen. I'm super, bird, super. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and he sold it, turned four hundred bucks into fifty seven grand. With wow. uh, the Chiefs still needing to win three more games, the, that is what can you say? I mean, that is phenomenal. Four hundred dollars into fifty seven k at the holidays—that's phenomenal. Yeah, and we'll buy a lot of uh, ornaments and stuff like that. I would say this, <laughs> you know, last—I don't want to say I've been ahead of the game with the college game because you know, like Trask has stumbled and everything else, but. I heard Dabble Sweeney, who listens to the Odds Couple, apparently, echo everything that I said about Trevor Lawrence, saying that if this guy isn't the best quarterback in football, if you don't give him the Heisman Trophy, uh, you're out of your mind. Games shouldn't matter. Ohio State, I said, played one more game, as a, and they're going to the damn national championship. And I want to ask both Carmen and me, who was tempted to buy that nine thousand, pay that nine grand mm. for the ticket for Trevor Lawrence? Carmen, are you having a little bit of buyer's remorse because there seems to be a groundswell right now of people saying, "Wait a minute, let, there's no comparison between him and even the good kid from Alabama or anybody else." Well, the the only thing is, I mean, we're going to know in a couple of days here too. Right. Obviously, the only the only thing is, is that it, uh, you know Vegas still has him, and I think Luke can can help us with this. I believe Vegas still has him. As the fourth choice, right? Isn't it Devontae Smith, Mac Jones, and Kyle Trask, one, two, and three at this point, Luke? I don't. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So you got Devontae minus 180, uh, Mac at plus 155, and mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence 16 to 1. I mean, I, I get it, Mike. Like, your point is was he the best football player this year? Yes. Yeah. And the answer to that question is yes. Um, and that's an also a fair point that Ohio State's only played one more game and they're going to the playoffs. How about body of work for the Heisman this year? Because everybody yeah. sees it been short. Are we go- are we supposed to ignore last year? I know we won or, or the year before, but I mean, my God, this guy has never shown any flaws. And I, I, the other guys we talked about, it, he's they're no names basically. It's like the MJ. It's like the MJ and Mahomes thing. It like is. You always say too though, Mike. I mean, we know who the best football player is. It's Mahomes. I mean, maybe he doesn't win the MVP. Maybe Rodgers does. I don't know. Michael, crazily enough, never won it every right. year. But we know who it is. Trevor Lawrence probably is the best. But I think in the mind of how the vote's going to go, he's probably going to get downgraded yeah. a little for missing some games, right? Totally. It's yeah. it's silly. I, I completely agree. You know, we talked last week, like, why wouldn't we want to associate the Heisman with <laughs> Trevor Lawrence? You know, know, looking at the hopeful career he's about to have in the NFL. 
yep. you would think they'd, they'd want to attach their name to him. Um, so I get it. It's, he it's beat a fair Notre point. Dame's. He beat Notre Dame's ass, I mean, and they beat him, him without him there. I, if I that know. isn't enough for anybody to look at, then then I don't know what you got to do because Notre Dame looked ordinary. Oh, totally. And uh, as as Luke said, the favorite right now is Devontae Smith, and if oh, he wins God. it, he'll be the first wide receiver since Desmond Howard in nineteen ninety-one well, to win. Play. The Heisman Trophy. God bless. Hey, hey Luke, yeah. before we let you go, I was going to ask you, I was on the site this morning, PropSwap.com, um, and, you know, now we're getting towards the end of the season here. We only got two weeks left in the regular season in the NFL. I saw a ton of Coach of the Year tickets for sale. I, I'm tempted to maybe – What's Nagy at? What's Nagy at? Nagy I did not see for sale. That's not going to happen. You know the two You know the two I was thinking about, guys, especially with the Steelers backsliding now? Brian Flores and Ron Rivera. Yeah. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. I I think I think that's probably my pick is Brian Flores. I, yeah, the Kevin Stefanski thing. Like, okay, maybe I think the Browns get trounced in the playoffs. Um, I, they'll, they'll be a huge dog to whoever they face first. Um, yeah, I, my pick would be Brian Flores. I, yeah. I agree. I think that's a, a good pick. Their roster is just very, very uh, lightly talented, and they're they're winning football games. Well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be uh, interesting to see because your perennials like Andy Reid, it's all yeah. because, not just because of Mahomes, but a lot because of Mahomes. Belichick didn't even make the playoffs. Right. Uh, a nod to the 70% of the Bear fans that wanted Cam Newton this year to yeah. be the quarterback of that football team, like to salute you. Uh, but but I think you're right. I think Flores has, has gotten the, the gel. He's gotten them to play. And I think he's the odds-on favorite. I mean, yeah. uh is anything – what's that interest like for him right now, Luke? Yeah, I mean, we have a Flores ticket up for sale right now. Um, you know, it's he's in fourth place according to the to FanDuel. Um, so, you know, hit the site and submit a bid on Brian okay. Flores is what I would suggest and see if the seller would accept it. Yep, there you go. All right, PropSwap.com, that's the place to be uh, each and every, I mean, I don't want to say week, every day. I mean, just check the site and see what's going on because there's always action up there, folks. Luke, we thank you and Ian for everything. Have a great, great holiday, okay, buddy? Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas again. Luke and Ian. Merry Christmas, Luke. There he is, Luke Pergandy, Chicago guy, so is Ian. They started PropSwap, and it is the best. What a a marriage we have with them. Oh, it's great, right? Huh? I mean, they stepped out for us, too. So I, I give them all the credit in the world. I hear it's working out, everything else. So God bless them. We got a card from Luke. Huh? That's right. I mean, nice touch. Absolutely. They stayed Absolutely. with they, they stayed with us and with the radio station through the pandemic. Yep. Never pulled advertising nope. for uh, even a week. So f- absolutely fabulous. We love the guys over at PropSwap. Uh, we got a couple of Saturday games this week too, Mike. We told you about the Christmas Day game tomorrow. We got some Saturday football. Uh, look, it might be kind of, uh, you know, I, I don't know that the action's necessarily going to be great in the early game because it's the Detroit Lions playing, but it's a chance to sit down and watch a little football and digest uh, that Christmas meal the day after. Detroit's at home getting a huge number against Tampa. Man, nothing too inspiring about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers recently, Mike. I mean, 3-3 three and three straight up against the spread in their last six. Took a miracle comeback against the bad Atlanta team last week. Uh, they missed four, you know, uh, the Vikings missed four kicks. Otherwise, they, they might not even win that game. They certainly wouldn't have covered a couple of weeks ago. Brady and the Bucs don't look too inspiring right now, and they're laying double digits on the road. Yeah, they're laying double digits on the road, which tells you that Matt Stafford and the Detroit Lions aren't inspired at all. You're right okay? about that. Tampa Bay, minus nine and a half. I have a strong, now 
you know the three baritone type of leans I have. There's a lean, there's a lean, and then there's a lean. Well, this is the two lean. Uh, Tampa Bay. Car- uh, Carmen and I had a bunch of leans last week that won for us. Listen to our leans as well as our fantastic big-time pits, but, but picks. But Tampa Bay minus 9.5 is a lean, a like two it. lean for me. Dar- and Daryl Bevel and some of the coaches won't even be able to coach. Daryl Bevel will not coach because of uh, some COVID protocols and, and close contact and things like that. On Saturday, the over for everybody's edification here is 11-3 in Detroit's last 14 home games since the start of the 2019 season. Big total of 54, mm-hmm. but the over is 11-3 mm-hmm. in those games, and the Lions are so bad. They're well, just 3-11 and 11 straight up in those well, games. Well, as long as, as soon as I find out what this edification means, then I uh, will proceed <laughs> forward <laughs> to go. try to uh, find out. But, but I will tell you this. I mean, that's that's a big word for our show, <laughs> or at least from my end of it. I know you you went, you went. got some paper, right? You went to college. and I did. Somehow Where I Where did you go, through. by the way? I went to Columbia college i knew what i oh, wanted okay. to do i stayed home and you know i yeah i started i was lucky enough to finish school nice. i was even working in the business yeah that's what i, I mean did. so i mean that's that's some pay you got some papers so i'll find out what this edification means but i'm going to tell you something i have been staying away from the totals all year if you notice folks especially in my five six game uh week winning streak yeah. of which i was two one and one last week and by the way i took cincinnati on twitter make sure you uh mm-hmm. go to north to north i know Carm took it or i hope he took yep, it and randy I did. I, i'm just going to tell everybody this uh Keep it, keep attached for that also because yep. there's a lot of great things happening. Uh, but but yeah, I I think that that game is I, it's a money line game. Yeah, yeah, like yesterday I wanted to take the money line in the game, or the other day it was four hundred bucks though to win a hundred. You don't want to do that. No, you got to be careful. Uh, we we're talking about Brian Flores. The Dolphins continue to impress. They go on the road to take on a slumping Vegas team, and I mean really slumping. Took a, a miracle comeback against the Jets. They wouldn't have even won that game. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost again last week, late to the Chargers. They are a three-point home underdog against the Dolphins, who are an NFL best eleven and three against the spread this season. How about that? They're the best in the NFL since the start of last year. They're eleven and three against the number, and like last year, Vegas is just slips sliding away here, Mike. Slip sliding away. I love that. Paul Simon. All I'm going to tell you is that I have a pick for this game, ladies okay. and gentlemen. We're going to listen and, later. Yeah, and there's, remember, they're talking about this now. You heard me bring this up with Carmen. Carmen, I talked about this six, seven weeks ago. When I was going through my difficult time at the beginning of the season, they were saying, well, you know what? Uh, we'll see if the fans or lack of fans will will help road teams. Well, they are, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. The lack of, of, ho- uh, of home teams. You know, with people not on the opposing team's back has really tipped the scale. So I'm going to take a look at this game later on. All right. Can't wait to hear about that. Uh, road underdogs, 73-51-2 against the oh, spread, 59%. Never so would happen if you had year. crowds. Probably not. When we come back, more great games to talk about this weekend in the NFL, the college football playoff. Lots to do. We're rolling along on this Christmas Eve night. Don't go anywhere. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to the Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6, with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.
Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Along with uh, Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Each and every week we do it for you. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, especially Mike, because he's always giving out games uh, besides just the games that we talk about here and the best plays that he gives out. Mike's had such a great, uh, strong Ooh. football season. You want to follow him at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. We mentioned earlier in the show. Ten and Bears, two on tweets. Ten and two. Ten and two. It's unbelievable. One I mean, and one last week, but Bengals was my big one. You know who who played Arizona? Uh, they, Last they week were, it was Eagles. Eagles and Arizona. And yeah. Arizona covered. Yep. Eagles. And, I, and I'm glad you talked about uh, Arizona because I wanted to talk about that game. That's cool. the last Saturday game we haven't talked about. Uh, you know, we have yet to talk about, so let's get to it. And I mentioned earlier if the Bears are going to rally and make the playoffs, they've got to win out, obviously, but they're going to need help from the Cardinals. Here's AZ at home laying five to the 49ers. Very big game here for the Cardinals as they clinch to the seventh seed in the NFC right now. Kyler Murray's just three and seven straight up against the division in his career. Not good, but four, four, and two against the spread. The thing is, that number mostly reflects a lot of games where he's been an underdog. Now he's laying five against Kyle Shanahan. What do you think about Niners, Arizona, if anything, Mike? I'm sort of like in the middle on this that I graded. Uh, uh, you know, getting five, San Francisco. Uh, Mullen's on the shelf, um, and he's not good anyway. Right, uh, I, I mean, I can't believe they were favorites. I mean, I had Dallas. I go, are you serious? Yep. That kid can't play dead. So I stay away from this game. I'm staying away from this game. It's a Saturday game. None yep. of the games look appealing except the slight, uh, the two lean uh, deal that I have with Tampa Bay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm I mean, kind does of it Mike excite on... you? And has no. Murray really convinced you he's no. going to be a star in this league for ten years, or has nope. he convinced you he may be just okay and might get killed by his fourth year? Correct. I think he's exciting. I think there's still yep. a great deal of potential there, but I'm not totally convinced. No. I agree with you on that, and I'm not comfortable yet, uh, even with all the Niners injuries and everything they've had to overcome and. They're, they're just 1-7 against the spread in their last seven. I'm not comfortable laying five points yet with Kyler no. Murray. I'm just not. So I'll take no. a pass on that game. Uh, Sunday games, Falcons and KC. I mean, the Falcons, do they know how to blow God. leads? I mean, it's one week after another. They did it against the Bears. They did it against the Lions. They did it last week. Uh, and there's probably some more that I'm forgetting well, about. Well, Nick Foles brought, them back, uh, brought the Bears back. How good yeah. can Atlanta be? Atlanta's got the number. Listen to this, folks. You know, Randy, by the way, he's off today. You know, and but yes. wish I, I, I wish him nothing but the best uh, holiday and everything else. But uh, I got to tell you something. You look at that, and you're walking into basically a number one defense in the first half, yeah. and number thirty two in the second half. That's almost unfathomable. Yeah. They score. They sco- No, excuse me. Number one offense in the first half, and number thirty two offense. And they the can't second score half. in the second half. Yeah. They can't score. They can't play defense. They can't do anything. No. It is one of the weirdest things of all time. Yet, I don't have a read on this. I, I, maybe a slight lean towards Kansas City. The spread is. Uh, Pretty about healthy. 10. Yeah, about yeah. 10, 10 and a half. I mean, the Chiefs have failed to cover, depending on where you had the number last oh, week. Oh, they don't um, cover hardly at all. Yeah, I mean, it's like 0-5 and 1 in the span of the last six weeks. Now, this will be the 10th time. This is crazy. This is how good Kansas City is. And Mike's been telling you how good Mahomes is and how good Kansas City is. This is going to be the 10th time this year that the Kansas City Chiefs are asked to cover a spread north of a touchdown. The 10th time. Now, they're 3-6 and six against the number in the previous nine. But they win every game. They win every game. And they, they got to cover north of a touchdown every week. It's hey, you didn't cover. You haven't covered a lot this year. Nobody ever asked that question. Nope. They don't care one bit. That's the bottom line. They just look at what he does. And so that's why I, it's almost like he toys with them. I it's know. almost like this guy toys with people. He keeps them in the game. You know, it's like it's not even a challenge for him. I mean, I'm serious. I've seen them all. 
I mean, Brady, it seemed like, worked harder. He had to work harder to mm. achieve all his success than this kid, That's at least amazing. at this age. It's incredible what he's accomplishing and how good that team looks right now, especially How good are they if he goes down tomorrow? There's not, a guy. They talk. I'm telling you, Kelsey's good. They got a decent running game. But if he goes down, that team's in trouble. They're in trouble. They're I dead. Uh, how about Colt Steelers? The Steelers are now at home getting a point and a half. Pittsburgh is 0-3 straight up and against the spread in its last three. They've actually failed to cover uh, the Steelers have in the last four games. Uh, I mean, it is. You want to talk about something that's slipping away from them. I mean, they, they need a win here, Mike, or they're in jeopardy of losing the division to the Browns after starting the season 11 and oh, and I mean, the Browns have to be rejuvenated by all this. I think some of their play recently has reflected that. Uh, it's just, it's teetering on the brink here for a Steelers team that has been decimated by injury and ben, uh, Big Ben starting to look old. Yeah, and I'll also say this that uh, Mayfield was being talked about last year the same way Trubisky was at the beginning of the season this year. Yes. And things have turned around. So patience means everything, number one. Number two, you're absolutely right. Indianapolis is favored in this game. Correct. Who had Indianapolis being favored at Pittsburgh like four weeks ago? No, it would nobody. Probably, and what no would way. the There's line no have been? What yeah. would the line have been? Because they want you to think Ben's finally woken up. Ben said today, or uh, uh, you know, get, uh, you know, I, it's on me. I haven't played well. I gotta play well. Okay, wait. I've never seen him have two, three games in a row like he's had. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I'm gonna tell everybody this: people are gonna take Pittsburgh. Believing they've turned it around. But if Phillip Rivers is walking into Pittsburgh, how many times did that ever happen where he was favored? In any team. That's a good question. Any team. San Diego, Indianapolis, Team Mars. You're walking into Pittsburgh, man. Come on. And you're favored? Their season is uh, It's starting to feel like their season's on the line a little bit. I mean, obviously, they're going to make the playoffs, but just still, they could lose their grip on the division. This is normally they respond under Tomlin. If anything, I, I got to lean towards the Colts a little bit in this game. Uh, I-, I do like the fact they're that Pittsburgh— They're the Spurs, Pittsburgh, near the end of their career. That's what it looks like, right? Right. Mike, Mike Tomlin is 36-20-2 against the spread as a dog, but I just think that this team right now— And Mike now Tomlin's had Ben Roethlisberger— his yeah. whole career, just yes. like the coach of the Spurs had Duncan for his whole career yep. and other players. That's correct. Absolutely yeah. right. And what happens uh, when that quarterback starts to lose it? Can they turn it around with other people? Because the other quarterbacks that have taken his place, they've just yeah. done okay, right? Mason yeah. Rudolph? No, they. I mean, think about last year. You, know, you oh. went through like three quarterbacks. Hell on earth. Particularly good, yeah. Uh, you mentioned the Cowboys. Mike had him last week, and he said, yep. mm, I'm surprised that they're an underdog. They won outright. They're an intra-division home dog this week against the Eagles. It's Eagles and the boys in Big D. Now, here's a reminder for everybody. This has been a great trend this season. It's one I particularly like. Hasn't been as strong the last couple of years, but it's been strong this year. Intra-division home dogs so far through 15 weeks have covered 62% of the time this season. Cowboys at home getting just short of a field goal. Maybe they'll go out to three. Do you like the Cowboys as a home dog this week as much as you did last week? Listen, I'm going to tell you this because you go, Mike, Let's put people on edge. Once in, For once in your life, would you please do some radio that will captivate somebody? And I go, yes. I'll try, Carm. This is another pick. I got five picks for today. It's a Merry Christmas Whoa, for everybody. You got a, a, a plethora. That's I got a college pick. I got this pick. I got the Miami game. Wow. And I got, I better tell you, I got Tennessee Green Bay. And I, I got the it. Giant Raven. I look forward to it. Uh, prop yeah. bet alert on this game. Jalen Hurts has been inserted into that offense. It's been a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, he's looked good. I now, like it's only him. two games. I like him too. 
He's a competitor, and he can run, and the Cowboys' run defense is horrid. And when the Cowboys faced Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, he rushed for 94 Ooh. yards and a touchdown. When they faced Arizona and Kyler Murray, Kyler rushed for 74 yards and a touchdown. So a prop bet alert here if you want to look at Jalen Hurts, uh, the posted total for his over. To put it into words of Rodney Dangerfield and easy money, I like the way you think. There you go. That's I like the way one. you think. How about uh, how about ND Alabama? What are we thinking in uh, a week uh, a week or so, Mike? In nineteen and a half. I mean, Alabama just laying such a huge number. That game against Florida was pretty exciting, but I never felt like Florida was going to come all the way back. I just think Alabama is so good right now. BB made me take her to see the Titanic. Okay, <laughs> and I told her I know what's going to happen. They're all going to drown, and some are going to get away on lifeboats. That, and there's not enough of them. This is the same way I feel about this just ru- ruined national championship. Ohio State, Dabble Sweeney taking the shot at him. Boy, me and him think a lot of like Ohio State playing a uh, limited amount of games, and yet they get to go when other teams played nine or ten. Cincinnati, for instance. Yeah. This is the year they could have expanded the playoffs to eight. If the NFL could do it, if Major League Baseball could do it, these these people can't do it, and the Big Ten gets rewarded because they were afraid to compete in, in September in, in and September. October. Yeah, yeah I know. they were afraid to compete. So here's what I'm going to say. I, lo- I liked Ohio State growing up. Loved them all. I mean, I can name them all, from Brian Bashnago to Woody Hayes mm-hmm. to Rex Kern uh, to the latest group of guys to Terrell Pryor. I hope they get their butts kicked. I hope they embarrass them. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping Alabama and Clemson are back in it. Nobody watches this. They will because of Trevor Lawrence. But it's going to be so mundane again every single year. It seems like it's the same deal. And and I'm tired of hearing the SEC is such a tough conference. There's nobody that can beat Alabama. And their bottom five, if they played in the Big Ten, they'd be in the bottom five in the Big Ten too. Yeah, Period. I think the pot, maybe the top is a little bit stronger, but you're right, right. about some of the bottom teams in there. Northwestern couldn't beat Mississippi or Mississippi State. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, well, and they'll get a shot at beating the SEC when they take on Auburn in their bowl game. And how about this? And This is why you're one of the best in the world at what you do. You know why? Because you brought that up. And every year, what happens usually when everybody says the SEC is the toughest? Then you look at the bowl records. Oh, they were 3-5 and this year. Or they were 2-5 and this year. It's time to put up or shut up. Yeah, Northwestern's a small favorite in that game at about yeah. three and a half. And I'm, I'm with Mike. I'm cheering for an Alabama-Clemson. I Please. think that's going to be it, and that's the one I want. I'm cheering but for an Alabama-Clemson. If now. Notre Dame could win, of course, it would be great. But at some point, I mean, you know, I can't believe the way they looked. That showed the greatness of, of in the aura of Trevor Lawrence and, and the defensive prowess of Clemson, who I touted about a month ago saying, you know, it's not the players on offense that make that team, Carm, it's the players on defense. Yeah. All right, when we come back, Jim Miller is going to join us. He's got ponies. Mikey and I will give you our best plays for the weekend as we uh, get you set for the long Christmas weekend, everybody. Hope you're having a great Christmas Eve. And Mike and I will be right back on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6. With a replay Saturday morning at 8. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Entering the home stretch on The Odds Couple. Hope everyone's having a wonderful Christmas Eve. We wish you a Merry Christmas here. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, presented by uh, PropSwap. We are The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. 
And about this time during uh, every show, we get some ponies from our guy over at Hawthorne Racecourse. He's one of the best in the business. He is the galloping gent, and he's at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Let's say hi to Jim Miller. Jimmy! Gentlemen, it was another good weekend last week. We got another winner. Another We're closing winner. out the uh, thoroughbred season at Hawthorne, but uh, I'll Stop. tell you, it's weird. We, we finish up the racing season, and then you got to start looking at the turn of the year and the start of the new Triple Crown season. Yeah, because the schedule is going to get back on track, right, Jimmy? Right. I mean, uh, yep. you know, uh, the the uh, uh, knock on wood, we'll come May, we'll have a Kentucky Derby, and that's and then right when the calendar flips, those prep races are right around the corner, right? Yeah, and they really are, and that's what you have to start looking at. I mean, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile just seemed like it just happened about a month ago, and then all of a sudden now you're coming back looking at all these tracks that are starting to gear up for the Triple Crown season, Gulfstream's in their championship meet, Oakland Park starts out. They have really a great sequence of three-year-old races. But, yeah, you're back to the first Saturday in May for the Kentucky Derby coming up in 2021. So, really, the racing calendar gets back to normal. And a little bit of normalcy is something that I think everybody's going to welcome. Yeah, and you know what? I was going to ask you because with people there, you usually have that trek decked out for Christmas. I mean, uh, as as far as everything now with no people, I'm sure there's some decorations, but you didn't go full-blown over there like you usually do uh, because the decorations are for the public for the most part, right? Oh, and they really are, and that's the one thing that's a little bit different. I mean, our decorations have kind of changed. They're down in our lobby now because we have people that can walk in and do the bet-and-go wagering. Sure. But everything really you kind of look at is what you're going to see on the television screen, and that's trying to make everything look great on the racetrack. We've, our signal's gone HD in the last year, which has been really nice. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're just seeing a nice quality of racing helps. But like we talked last week, guys, it's the work that goes into the racetrack. And you see the weather that we're dealing with, 50 degrees a couple days ago. Now you're down to 20 degrees, back up into the 40s. So really no rest for the track crew as they're maintaining that racing surface to keep it safe for the weekend. But I'll tell you, a little bit of break's going to be welcome for us because then we're coming back. And that first week of March, we're back for another 10 months straight of racing. Yeah, all of a sudden, uh, Jimmy's right. We're getting smacked in the face for the first time, really, yeah. uh, so far this year here, uh, at least, you know, fall and winter anyway, early winter with very cold day today. It's going to be bitterly cold tomorrow. But then uh, the the meet at Hawthorne, as we've talked about, the thoroughbred meet ends this weekend. But when it's uh, racing on, when you guys are racing Saturday and Sunday, the temperatures are bouncing back, it looks like, right, Jim? Yeah, yeah. And temperatures are bouncing back, and everybody's getting that last shot at races. So you're going yep. to see a ton of full fields, a lot of value there. And guys, before we get into the picks, I want to thank you guys because the support that we get from you guys and from the listeners and everything has really paid off. We've had a very successful meet, even though we've been really limited for either having no fans or a limited amount of fans. But the betting has been way up. And, and when I talk about way up, guys, a typical fall day at Hawthorne, they'll bet about a million four on the races. This fall, we've been averaging almost two million per racing card. Wow. And really, it's because nice. of the support we get from you guys. So I'm very thankful. I know management at the track is too, but it's been a very successful meet. Gotta love to hear that. We're thankful yep. and grateful for the partnership and the relationship. Yeah, make that sure we you have. guys gotta sign up again, okay? Did you get Absolutely. the paperwork? Did you get yeah. all the paperwork? Oh, we're ready to go, man. I'm ready to roll with you guys any day. You know that. I love it. All right. Jimmy's our guy. Yeah. All right, buddy, you've been it. I mean, you you know, Mike's been unbelievable uh picking football this year. Jim's been incredible with the yep. race. I mean, going right. all the way the back best. to the the sp- the summer. I mean, just amazing. So uh we hit the winter circle again last week. What do we like for this weekend, Jimmy? All right, we got one horse at Hawthorne and two at Santa Anita. So we'll start at Hawthorne, race number three, the one-horse Nightstar. Bet this horse across the board, 6-1 to one in the morning line. Speed on the inside is going to be good when you have a track 
that is a little bit cooler at Hawthorne. So look at that all weekend long. But the one-horse Nightstar in race number three at Hawthorne should be very good. And then go to Santa Anita. They have a great card as they open back up for their winter meet. And look, to start out with race number eight. Just bet the five-horse finite to win. It's 7-2 to two in the morning line. I think the price will be a little bit shorter, but this is a horse that's been tremendous in its last couple of starts. And then race number nine at Santa Anita, the four, going to Vegas. Bet this one across the board, 8-1 to one in the morning line. This is a stalker that rates close, runs on late, has run well over these surfaces in the past, and could be very tough. All right, so Hawthorne on Saturday, race number three, the one horse, bet it across the board, and then two races for Saturday at Santa Anita. The eighth race on Saturday, the number five horse just to win, and then the ninth race, the four horse across the board. Right, Jim? That's right. We got to build a bank where we got college hoops going now, guys. We got tons to wager on. The NBA's back. We got everything now. Jimmy, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, boys. And we'll talk to you when we get a turn the new year. Sounds good. Talk to you in the new year. There he is, Jim Miller. We got uh, him signed up for a couple years. Absolutely. He's the best. We love him. Yeah, we got NBA back now, too. There's nothing tonight. There are uh, a full slate of games tomorrow. We've got a bunch of the games right here on ESPN 1000 tomorrow, too. I think it's five games tomorrow, right? Well, you know what? And I I, got to tell you something. I like one of the games if you want to take a look at it. Sure. Uh, I mean, Dad, I was was really – chart now last night i had orlando over miami folks but the pistons screwed me i went one and one they were winning that whole game but it is the nba um boston looks sort of good tonight um who's milwaukee playing i mean not tonight tomorrow tomorrow night yeah milwaukee's laying uh 10 points at home against the warriors that's the second game of the day that's uh, i like the warriors you like the warriors okay i i well i'm just telling you what i would bet these aren't the actual pick people can take them if they want give give me the whole rundown i'll tell you what i like sure heat pelicans that's the first game heat minus four and a half Um, i like the pelicans I kind of like the Pels in that spot, too. Uh, Warriors, you said go ahead and grab the points right. against the Bucks. Celtics, who had a bu- uh, not a buzzer beater official. I think there were like .4 seconds left or something last night. But the Celtics, almost at the buzzer, uh, mm-hmm. Jason Tatum hit a three right. over Giannis. Uh, and the Celtics beat the Nets. They are at home laying three tomorrow afternoon. I'm staying away from the other three games. The first two games are the one I like. Gotcha. I think Giannis, because of what happened you know, yesterday, they almost yesterday. lose the game is going to come out and, and try to give Golden State all they can handle. Golden State, I, I, I had Brooklyn the other night. Golden State looked absolutely horrible, but I expect them to keep it within 10 of Milwaukee in that game. I know you got a lot of action for this weekend, too, with the, the football games with the yeah. NFL, so let's get to our best plays. What do you like, Mike? All right, pal, we won't spend a whole lot on this. I like the New York uh, Giants plus 11 against the Baltimore Ravens. It's the Ravens. They'll, they'll, they'll win the game, but but I'm not saying they're going to win by 11. The Giants will give them an effort. All right, I'm going to take uh, the underdog in Lambeau uh, on Sunday night football. I'm going to back the Titans getting. Now that line's uh, out to three and a half. Like Mike always says, this is Derrick Henry's time to shine, and he's been unstoppable lately. Look at the last three, four weeks. Derrick Henry's averaging about 120 rushing yards a game. It's just incredible. Still don't totally trust the Packers' defense, and even the offense really bogged down last week late. Uh, in the second half against the Panthers, I'll take the Titans plus the three and, and a half. And I got Green in Bay. that game. I'm sorry to say for for anybody involved because one of us is going to lose. Green Bay minus three. Okay, you got when the three. I charted. So you got Tennessee plus three and a half. I have Green Bay minus three. 
Okay, and then the only other game I like here really this weekend, I like the Rams as the dog, too, and this is down to just one. Mm-hmm. This game might be a pick but I like the Rams going into Seattle. Sean McVay is 15-7 and against the division, but five of those losses are against the Niners. That's his kryptonite. Against the Arizona Cardinals and the Seahawks, he's 12-2 straight up, and L.A. has bounced back after every loss so far this year, 4-0 after a loss. I like the Rams in Seattle this weekend. And this game I'm going to pick, and that's a good pick, by the way. This game I'm going to pick is the reason why my bookie doesn't want to pick up the phone. You know when you're hot is when your bookie says to you, why are you doing this to me? And um, I have... The bookie's uh, dodging you. (laughs) He's dodging me and he asked me the other night, why are you doing this to me? Um... I like Las Vegas plus three against the Miami Dolphins. I like Philadelphia minus the two uh, in their football game against the Dallas Cowboys. And in my college game of the week, ladies Mm. and gentlemen, there's one team that's more popular than Miami was in the 90s or Notre Dame in the 20s or in the 80s. Oh, yeah, it's Coastal Carolina. I'm not even hesitating. I'm double-fisting Liberty plus the seven and a half. I love it. Double-fisting Liberty. Liberty plus the seven and a half. So there's the plays for the weekend, everybody. Listen, Mike and I want to wish you uh, (laughs) a very very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year to everybody. It's uh, it's a treat. We're going to be going on two years doing this show uh, in about March. And uh, we love it. We love that people... Uh, like to sort of listen along with us and maybe you take our bets, maybe you fade us, whatever, as long as we're here to entertain and yeah. provide you with some good insight about what's happening in the world of sports gambling. That's what we're here for. And you could give me crap about my picks if I start losing, which is really going to be tough to do. But if you're an egg, I'm going to start blocking you. Yeah, the eggs. I have an egg. Place. Tell me he's a, a consultant to three Fortune 500 companies. Oh, then you're not an egg. Exactly. You wouldn't be an egg. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Why bother? Thanks to our great sponsors. Yep. Thanks to Luke and Ian and the guys at Prop Swap. Love we love the guys at Hawthorne Racecourse and Jim Miller and all the producers that help on this show throughout the course of the year. Randy Merkin, Eric Ostrowski, our guy E, uh, Sean Davis, Tyler Aki, everybody who contributes. Yep. Uh, we appreciate you so much. Mike, have a really great Christmas, all right? I want to thank my wife, Bebe, because I wouldn't even know how to turn this, this stuff on if, I, if it wasn't for her. Thank goodness for her. No <laughs> doubt about it. Everybody Merry have Christmas. a good Christmas. Merry Christmas for Mike. I'm Carmen. We'll talk to you later. This is The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.